Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning from the Pacific Northwest coast of the United States. Welcome to broadcast today. It is Tuesday, October 4, 2022. It's been a great year. It's going to be an even better year soon. People have been talking a lot about Red October. Uh, you have seen memes out there uh, that's based kind of on that movie, uh, The Hunt for Red October. Um, I can't think of the, the guy's name that was the star of that. He played the Russian character. Um, some of me put it on the screen, but it was it was a very famous movie. Uh, but there's a line in it where it says the the hunters became the hunted, and basically these memes are showing up almost as if um, uh, Trump has been giving some. I, I can't swear that it's Trump putting these memes out, but uh, memes are appearing in um, patriot patriot sites that we are in Red October, and so I kind of think we are. I think this is a dramatic month. Um, watch the stock market uh, carefully for those of you. I'm no, I'm no expert, nor am I, uh, I'm not even invested in the stock market right now, but I certainly would be careful if I were you. Um, things are just really, uh, yeah, Sean Connery was the name, was the lead actor on Hunt for Red October. A very, very prophetic uh, movie. It's been out since like 1990. It's been out for a long time. Um, that's when I began hearing about it. Um, but it's an, it's a crazy movie. It's a submarine-based movie, and someone from uh, Russia is defecting, and that's that's kind of the the scenario of it. But uh, you might look that up and enjoy that movie. It's a great movie. So, all right, I want to thank Kelsey. Kelsey covered for me over the weekend. She did Thursday and Friday, and then Monday. Yesterday was an amazing broadcast. She does such a good job. Uh, so many kudos and thanks to you, Kelsey. I appreciate it. you do such a great job, Kelsey. You always say how. Or you said yesterday how Johnny is, has so much joy on him. And, of course, I think the same thing about you, uh, Kelsey. You're a very joyous uh, young woman, and we appreciate you very much. So um, my wife and I were both talking about that yesterday when we watched that episode. Do not uh, neglect to see Johnny from yesterday on Rumble, on the Rumble channel only. Uh, and it might be on Facebook. I'm not sure, but on Rumble for sure. Uh, you do not want to miss what that program yesterday we talked about justice over the next seven years. There's so much. And Johnny was animated and enthusiastic and, you know, he was having a hard time holding himself back. He was so excited about uh, the words that God was giving him for the body of Christ. And so um, if you want to be encouraged and you're, you absolutely want to be encouraged, and you need to see that show yesterday. So, uh, one uh, let's see. I wanted to thank Kelsey on that, and um, I, we have one quick two-minute clip that was sent in to us today, or we came across it. Um, I don't know these ladies. I, I don't know their, how to say their last name, so I'll say Erica and Lynette from Pine Island or St. James City, uh, Florida. They're at the site of the hurricanes um, where the damage was done. They were trying to see who they could minister, and while they were there. They found a Wi-Fi truck stop and decided to send us a, you know, re reach out to us and give kudos to us, Elijah Streams, that they were missing it because they were there. It's a pretty amazing thing. So without further delay, let's play that two-minute clip there. Are we live? Yeah, we are. Right. Uh, 
Uh, clearly, we're enjoying the free internet access by SLS Trucking Logistics. God bless you guys. Hey, um, so Lynette, my sister-in-law, I'm Erica Gehring, and we were just sitting around talking with some locals about um, how special this island is and how much we love God and God loves this island. And um, so we started doing that fun stuff, and then it dawned on us we are missing our very favorite show, which is Elijah Stream. And Steve, God bless you. We love what you're doing. Yes. Um, we just wanted to say thank you. We miss you so yes. much. And uh, that's one of the harder things coming through all of this. Yes. But we were talking about how uh, Robin Bullock, this one's for you. That's right. God is <laughs> absolutely good. Um, and Kat Kerr, we have been commanding the angels. And the angels made those trees fall like bowling pins. Yes. It was amazing. Um, okay, so who else? Shout out. Oh, Johnny Enlow. I lived in Atlanta for 25 years. Love you. Um, who else? Who else? Donna Rigney, you're here in Florida with us. God bless you. Um, so I live close to the Baptist Church. Uh, the Chinooks landed in our backyard. That church is there. It's a special little place. Um, both of our homes made it. Yes. Thank you. By the grace of God. Yeah. Yes. So God is absolutely good. I don't know why we're going through this, but nothing will be wasted. Right. And you prepared us for this. Absolutely. For this very moment. Yeah. And we know that we were chosen yes. for this to be here. Yeah. On Pine Island in St. James City. Yeah. And it's still paradise. That's right. So I hope y'all are doing well. I hope you can get our message out. Spirits are high. Um, we are hopeful and we know that God has got this. That's we are right. in the palm of his hand. That's right. <laughs> anyway, we love you. We have all of our Elijah's dreams, our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, keep those prayers coming. We're gonna I love that. I love that. Thank you, Erica and Lynette. You guys are amazing. Thank you for that. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting you, but that's really uh, very kind of you to do that. And I'm very excited. It had me smiling all the way through. So I loved it, loved it, loved it. So, all right. Well, it's time to bring on Tim Sheets. We're going to have a great broadcast for you today. So good morning or good afternoon, or I guess out in the uh, Dayton area. So how, yes. how are you I'm doing great, Steve. I'm just... Uh... I'm actually excited because it seems like the closer we get uh, towards the midterms and this the end of the fall, uh, I just, there's such a an expectancy of what God is doing in his kingdom that I believe is going to affect the natural realm. I uh, I believe we're moving into the most supernatural times in my lifetime wow and perhaps since the early days of the church um you know in the first century something big is up uh just keep feeling god's up to something god's up to something and um so i am excited and uh good to be on with you uh, once again and And now tell people about you were in dc were you there a number of days in a row? Because you would you would keep coming on. Talk talk about what you did there for a moment. Oh, I did go to D.C. and uh, I felt the Lord prompt me to go and declare prophetic words at certain places around the capital. And uh, these were prophetic words that God has given to me the last couple of years, and actually go on site and proclaim them into the atmosphere in front of the White House or the Supreme Court 
several places, uh, even where the uh, war monuments are. Wow. And uh, so I, I, I went and took a, a camera person with me, and we filmed these 10-minute segments of me just prophesying, and then we release them one a week so people can pray into that. And in fact, um, I'm getting ready. Well, I'll release another one tomorrow night, awesome. which would be Wednesday. And then every Wednesday up through the midterm election, we'll release another one. In fact, I got to go back to D.C. Uh, the next week or so and do the rest of the prophetic words. Uh, my last one that I will do is uh, right before the midterm election. And that one is a prophetic word uh, about checkmate. Awesome. I believe that's the word of the Lord awesome. for this midterm election. I believe I hear Holy Spirit saying checkmate. Um, that's different so things are happening. Good. Yeah, anyone that's not a that's not a chess player, you, you probably all know. But in case you don't, checkmate is when it's over. It's your last move. Uh, it would be like, and if you were talking about the natural, that might be something that Trump would do. But the supernatural is something that God's doing. He does something, and it would be as if he'd say, check mate, right? And that's... Uh, <laughs> I feel it. I feel like God has, he's given so many prophetic words and, and promises, teachings that are all converging into this moment. And there has to be a reason for that. You know, I've always believed that Holy Spirit is a far better planner than Lucifer in his kingdom. Far better planner. And he's got some things that he's been preparing for that are now in their moment. And it's kind of like synergizing together, wow. merging together. And it's picking up momentum. And God is is up to something you know sometimes people spend their times and i i know why but like they're trying to anticipate and look for what lucifer's doing in his right. strategies well why wouldn't we look for what holy spirit is doing totally. and his strategies because he knows what the adversary is doing and he has a plan and he always plans on winning. <laughs> That's yeah. what I, yeah. I mean. When our times were set in motion, even 2,000 years ago, when the Godhead sent the Holy Spirit to, to the earth and Jesus to the earth, they didn't come to lose. They came to win. So and I believe we are moving into times Holy Spirit has planned for wins. That we've been declaring, I know prophets on your website uh, have been declaring for months or even years. Yeah, prophecies that that you have shared over the over the years. Uh, there's a synergy about them now that are yeah. they're coming into their moment, and supernaturally, God is now adding angel armies to this, which is kind of my area. I I've been diving into that for 15 years you have um, been and you, a lot of people don't know that about you and i didn't know that much about you until fairly recently how much you have delved into the angel armies um and heaven are you is that another term for and i can't care we'll use the term host 
Is that kind of the yeah. same thing? Yeah. The Lord of hosts is the yes. Lord of angel armies. It's actually Lord Sabaoth, okay. the Lord of angel armies. Uh, yeah, the hosts. Awesome. Uh, nothing wrong with that. That's right. A lot of times in the in the Old Testament, I'll use the word host. It's the same thing, angel yeah. armies. Uh, but yeah, 15 years or so ago, Holy Spirit began to download things to me concerning angel armies. And uh, I have actually written three books now about it. The first one, Angel Armies, and that one is about, oh, it's, it's about how angels assist the heirs and the personality profile of angels, how we work with them. The second book was on the multiple divisions of angel armies that about seven years ago, Holy Spirit began to show me multiple divisions hey. of angel armies. And there are millions in each division. Uh, it's not just a, a small band. It is a host. Uh, and it is, multiple millions in each one. Um, and I wrote a book about that, the government angels and uh, angels of awakening, reformation, revival, etc. And then I just wrote one that came out a week or so ago on angels and how our decrees activate the angel armies. But uh, fascinating how the Holy Spirit is now putting all of that together. 15 years ago, when I was actually going through a different, difficult time, maybe this helped people. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes when you're going through difficult situations, which we were as a ministry and as a church, I'm not going into all the details, but it was difficult. And I had gone to a lake not far from where we live half hour or so and i had spent many nights out along that lake praying what do we do how do we get through this and about three o'clock in the morning uh, after several of those days or nights holy spirit began to speak to me and he didn't speak to me about my situation or the problem it, it, it was like he didn't even bring it up. <laughs> he wasn't worried at all. Huh? <laughs> he just said, he started talking to me of all things about angels, the function of angels, wow. how they work with the ecclesia. And this went on for days, then weeks. And uh, before I, and in the two books originally, I had over 7,000 hours of study putting all of, of that together. But he began it this way, and I believe this is in its moment right now. Uh, it was about three o'clock in the morning, and I, I believe he said it out loud to me. I don't know that, but I, it was out loud to me. Let's put yeah. it that way. It yeah. felt that way. But he, he spoke to me these words. The king has issued orders for a new campaign on the earth. I will be coming to lead that campaign similar to Acts chapter 2. Then he added, only this time, I will be bringing far more of the wow. angel armies. Wow. I heard that about 3 o'clock in the morning in the dark by a lake. Steve, I was afraid to move. Really? I, 
I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I just, it's like I was froze on that, that lake side. And I'm like, I, I mean, it was so intense. And then after a few minutes, I heard these words. The greatest days in church history are not in your past. They are in your present and in your future. That's amazing. And that began an odyssey of study. I got my hands on anything I could. And there wasn't a lot. Frankly, it was mostly angel stories. And I wanted the, the doctrine to be put to it. And, the, you know, that from yeah. a biblical theological position. And so I poured myself into that. In fact, the first angel army book I wrote, I wrote it six times. Really? I was like, I, oh my did, goodness. I, wrote, I think that's not what I want to say. And then I got it some more, and then I wrote it again. And that's not quite it. And <laughs> oh six goodness. times, and six times I said, that, that's getting close. And, um, and so that's, that's the odyssey that I've been on. And since then, uh, the Lord has continued to teach me angel armies and their function, um, starting with government angels. That was the first angel that that I ever saw in our church service. I've sensed them, but that was the first one that that I saw. So it's been a fascinating journey, and we can get into that more or however much you want. Yeah, I but. mean, there's so many things we could go. I mean, I'm just I'm kind of chomping at the bit for any and all of it, honestly. Um, I do. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions about the Angel Army, and then I know you've got some other things on our list yeah, we we're going to talk about. Um, is it? Obviously, God took, 15, took you through 15 years because it, he knew that it would take that long to process what he wanted to give to you and, mm -hmm. and get it into book form. Is it is he getting ready to, because, uh, you know, I don't know how many copies you've sold and how much this is out and about, but is he getting ready for this to go mainstream throughout the church? Like, we're not even going to be able to ignore it. It's going to be so obvious that angel armies are working on us or how, what would you say about that? What's coming? Well, that's what's happening. Yes. And we have said, we've sold a lot of books, but uh, yes, we're moving into a time where I believe the, the angel armies are beginning to merge and function with a functioning ecclesia uh, uh, up on the earth. And uh, this is the season we're moving into right now. It's going to be a very supernatural time. And these angels are assisting the ecclesia to do what the king called us to do. They're going to help us win supernatural battles. They're going to help us dethrone the powers of darkness that are entrenched in areas. They are going to help us our through our decrees. See, Psalms 103, verse 20 tells us the angels hearken to the voice of God's word. That would be the, the, and of course, we are the ones on earth that declare or give voice to the word of the Lord That's or good. to the will of the Lord, the plans of the Lord. Yeah. Well, angels hearken to obey that. They hearken to assist that. It's what Hebrews was about. Remember, angels are ministering spirits sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. Well, angels are not heirs. We are heirs. We are heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. 
and they are here to assist the heirs. And uh, part of their assistance is to help us win battles and uh, uh, assist our calling as um, as Christ's ruling and reigning ones, assist his spiritual government um, to uh, influence the natural government. I'm not saying we're going to take over the natural government. I'm talking about the spiritual government of God influencing the natural government uh, for Christ. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Now, back to the show. And if there is iniquity there, challenge that and remove it to to work for the release of what God wants on the earth. That's uh, uh, one of the ecclesia's jobs. Well, angels assist that and help us get that done in so many ways. Um, The the governing decrees, I I believe that's why um, we've been hearing much about decree a thing and it's established, the decrees. 15 years or so ago when I began this, you didn't hear about, it. we stood up and prayed, but you didn't hear much, I'm going to uh, decree no, a thing. It was very, but very, But now very we're hearing, that. yeah, now we're hearing, we get up and we, we decree things. Why? Because when we decree a thing, yes, it's established. When we decree things, it brings angelic assistance and angels can hearken to obey that. Let me ask this or point this out or make a comment. This this had to be like a couple months ago and I saw a group of people. I'm sure Dutch was part of that. You may have been part of it. I don't remember who all they were. They were prophetic and prophetic voices. I think Christmas and some of those may have been on the same stage, but they were decreeing things. Whoever was there had their Bibles and some written material and they were decreeing things and what I saw was the secular media making fun of them because mm-hmm. to the secular media, it looked foolish to them. They go, sure well, does. here are these people. They claim that they're going to take over the world. And they say these inaccurate things, and then they'll mix it with probably some accurate things to make it all look stupid and foolish. But I guess my question is, no matter how foolish it looks to the world who's watching people stand on a stage and decree things, that does not decrease the power. In fact, may even increase the power if you do that against uh, as an open spectacle, I guess. Absolutely. A decree is a, it's really just speaking your faith, what you believe, which is something we are commanded in scriptures to do. And of course, Job did say decree a thing and it's established. Jesus, uh, you know, in the New Testament, you can go and say, you will have what you say. Mm. So it's a, it's a faith decree. Of course, the, the world doesn't understand that. Yeah. But we're not, well, we'd also have to say much of the church doesn't understand yeah. it either. Yeah, that's true. Especially the traditional or nominal church. We're really talking about a remnant that understands this. But there is the remnant is understanding this and we're moving forward and it's 
it's starting to gain momentum. And, uh, you know, there, there was, I mean, Jesus, they, they said, you know, he's, he's following Beelzebub. I mean, no, the world's never going to get it, Yeah. but we've got to get it because even prophetic, God knows kind of more your field. Well, it's kind of like a decree. You're prophesying things to come. Well, they think you're crazy too. And everybody's crazy because they're just prophesying things. When we know that when we prophesy things, we're setting things in motion to come to be. Yeah. You, you know, the greatest being that decreed had to be God in the beginning. Totally. He decreed be, and it was. Tim, let me ask you a question about this, because I know other people will have this question. And I've asked others this, and I think it's still, the, the truth of the matter is still floating out there a little bit in my mind. Is it always that we, we decree a thing because we've heard God say, like he said to Ezekiel, now say to the, you know, say to the, these uh, dry bones be, you know, live and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Is it that always the prophetic voice will hear something and then decree it or prophesy it? Or will God also in like manner back the act, if you will, of a godly prophet who just says, I'm going to decree this thing and of his own volition, feeling an anointing maybe will decrease something. Is, is it one or the other or both? Or how would you describe it? Well, I think it's a, a mixture. Okay. Uh, sometimes I decree my faith, what I am believing for. Okay. Well, I, I decree that. Sometimes uh, it could be a decree that is a result of a dream. Oh, wow. You know, that God gives you a dream and uh, uh, concerning something which he has been doing with me the last few months and out of that dream then comes a decree or it could be a vision um or it could be a prophetic word when when a prophet flows in that i don't know how many i've talked to and uh, that they're prophesying and something comes out yeah they weren't expecting but it was the Lord bubbling up and through them. Yeah. And then that becomes something that is prayed and, and decreed. That's um, good. And, That's really and good. so there, there are various ways that come. Uh, sometimes it's just an inspiration in your spirit. You know, there's sometimes it just bubbles up in you and a confidence like, I believe this is what God's saying, and you decree that. And uh, again, the world's never going to understand yeah, that. It will just always look uh, foolish to foolishness to them. I I've had times rare. It's a rare thing uh, that happened a few months ago on while we were on the air. I I it was like the anger of the Lord burned, and I was talking about it was the abortion issue, which is not. I'm not mm -hmm. always decreeing or doing things that, you know, other people like yourself are more in D.C. and you're at the Supreme Court. But all of a sudden, this term about casting out nines and God was not casting out these children, like the world was, and it was just this anger, but it was an anointed anger. I could feel his hostility mm -hmm. towards the enemy. Now, it wasn't even against mankind per se, 
uh, although it'd be against wickedness, of, of course. But yeah, it was an anointed thing that I didn't know where it came from. It was like absolutely, and uh, there, it's a boldness that kind of yeah. rises up within you to decree it. And of course, uh, the most important um, way that I think a decree comes is from God's word. You read it, and here's a promise. God made it to you, or he made it to his people. Decree it. You say, this, this will be. I'm believing for this, so I decree that it's coming to me. Awesome. It's, it's going to function in me. So I would answer it more of a, it's a blend of different. And the intercessors think that way, especially prophetic intercessors think that way. And, of course, the prophets think that way, and apostles, which is different for our times because the prophetic and the apostolic, just 20, 25 years ago, it wasn't functioning. Right. I right. mean, it was functioning, but yeah, corporately. Yeah, you kind of had 25 years ago, you had seven or eight recognized prophets, and they yeah. were the ones that did, and all of the lion item people the, the grassroots prophetic voices mm -hmm. it kind of didn't exist much i mean no they probably did it to a degree but it was now you can't you can't throw a rock in any direction without hitting a prophetic <laughs> you person yeah. you know? no that's the truth and they're everywhere i mean i travel quite a bit everywhere i go there they are and these people are on fire for god so good and i know the world thinks they're a little bit you know crazy but God thinks they're awesome. Yeah. And uh, we just have to refuse to be branded by the, you know, for so long. And this was something I didn't understand. And I just, it bothered me. But for so long, the church allowed the world, the culture to give us our identity. Yeah. You're so, this, you're that, you're this, you can't do this, you can't do that. There's only one person or being with the right, as far as I'm concerned, to define us. And that's the one building us, Jesus. That's so good. And he defined us as a ruling, reigning body. What do rulers do? They make decrees, they make yeah. decisions. And uh, uh, he defined us as those that, that would rule and reign with him. He defined us as ones, and this would really set the world off, but with keys of authority to open doors or close doors. Yeah. Well, again, that looks so foolish to, to the world. You're going to open the doors of government. You're going to open the doors to, to this or that in court. Yes, we are, because the king gave us that authority. That's our true identity. You know, and I, I felt even just a, a couple of months ago that that father was was telling us, don't let the world brand you. You're my sons, That's you're my good. daughters. And that that makes all the difference. The world can think whatever they want, but God, God thinks of us as his children. He thinks of us as governing heirs. And he thinks of us uh, as special ones. And so we, we resist the label yeah. of 
of what is foolish and we receive the identity of our father which is actually according to and again this would be something the world would think is is foolish but actually our we our spirit has the dna of our father in us we are That's his true. children spora is oh. the greek word that's DNA. In in our spiritual DNA, we have the DNA of our Father in us. And so we think different, we act different, we talk different. And if we're going to rule and reign with him, well, then we're going to have to learn to make decrees that that shift things on the earth. And uh, decree Tim, to me uh, is a prayer. Do um so we've talked a lot, and I've heard both of you and Dutch talk a lot about, I've thought maybe more than any others in recent years, he talked about the ecclesia or however you say the word. So we talk about the ruling body, but then um, the individual prophetic intercessor in their home, uh, even during COVID, uh, most, many of us are still in our homes. That We, we moved back to our homes, poster studio, and we're still doing everything. I'm still at the same dining room table I started this with, which is a pretty amazing thing. But talk about individuals ruling and declaring and decreeing, um, I don't want to say versus, individuals. Can individuals do it just as importantly or successfully as ruling bodies in the local church? What, how would you define who gets to decree? If I ask it that way, every 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 heir, every okay. Christian. This would be in your individual lives, especially yeah. uh, your vocation. Um, there are things that are personalized. For example, you may your fam your family may be going through certain situation. You can take the word of God and decree change into that in the name of of Jesus and angels will help you individually as well, you know, and it could be even, it could be a sickness or a disease where you decree the healing power of Jesus into your life. Or again, it could be your vocation. It, it doesn't have to be um, the corporate ecclesia, but each one individually can be a part of the corporate ecclesia. So, you know, even an intercessor at home. In fact, I'm sure there are hundreds right now that were up this morning. Yeah. They're all alone in their house, but they are decreeing the word of the Lord into this nation. They're decreeing it into their states, into their regions. Um, and they're functioning as part of a many-membered ecclesia. And also, they probably were lifting up personal things as well. Yeah, the the decrees work work for either either one. And Tim, and, uh, on the, you are you are um, I don't do you operate as a seer? Um, if I were to ask you that, do you see in the spirit all the time? Do you see the angels and the demons on both? I um, I'm an apostle. I, that would be my okay my my defining gift. Okay, but yes, I do see. Also in the spirit realm, I do see angels a lot. Um, I think what, made, what brought the question to my mind uh, was that if if we're all doing what we're supposed to be doing, declaring, decreeing, praying, stating, reading the scripture, speaking them out, 
if a person it happens to be a seer, are they seeing angels flying everywhere because people because God's people are doing it? Would it does it look like that? If your eyes could be open, would you see angels racing to and fro throughout even the U.S. or whatever? Yes, uh, angels are real, and they are are functioning beings to assist us. And yes, if your eyes were opened into that that realm, you you would see a lot of angel activity. Yeah. Um, this year, so far this year, I have seen more angel activity than all the past fifteen years put together. Really, Tim, that's huge. Uh, there's an acceleration. I'm telling you, something big is happening. And uh, uh, for me, when when I begin to experience this, I believe there are reasons why prophets see things and apostles see things in the spirit realm. It's not just so we can just see it. Right. There's an understanding that we need to we need to press into. You know, if I see angel activities, um, I'm going to begin to talk to the Holy Spirit about what is this? Help me to discern this. What is this about? Um, because everything Holy Spirit does is for a reason. He's Lord Sabios, the Lord of angel armies. He's leading them. Why? What? What's happening? So my responsibility, I feel, as an apostle is to discern that. Mm. Once I discern that, then I can begin to teach that from from the scripture, and we can begin to decree that or partner with what Holy Spirit wants to do and with what uh, he is releasing the angels to do. See, it, it, Holy Spirit's the key yeah. to this. Yeah, He's the boss. He leads earth armies, uh, Saint armies, he he leads the angel armies, and so that that keeps us balanced here. I don't follow angels; I follow Christ. I follow Holy Spirit. But within that, there are assignments where angels will partner with us and assist us. Well, we have to discern how that works. How does Holy Spirit want that to 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 be done? And uh, I think some of the error in the past was people following angels. Now, remember in the, in Revelations when John received the revelation from the angel and he started to bow? Yeah. And that angel stopped him and said, don't bow. I'm a fellow servant. I'm a servant. I, the angels aren't divine. Uh, only God's divine, and they're not heirs. They're servants. They're fellow servants. So how do you partner with a, a fellow worker? Oh, wow. uh, how, how would you do that? And so that's, that to me is what I try to do is then discern what Holy Spirit is saying and how we might partner in this situation that's really with, good. with angel armies. I'll give you a... I can give you a few, not yeah. a few, but um, the first division of angel armies that, that I saw was government angels. This is 15 years ago. 
I told you I was out by the lake and I heard Mm. what Holy Spirit said. About two weeks or so into that time, I got up to preach on Sunday morning here. And when I got up to, to preach, I looked up in the balcony of our church and I saw two very large angels. Wow. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. And it's the first time I, I rarely up till then saw angels. I would know they're around. You, you have a sense of that. And a couple of times I, I saw a light being like just light, but never uh, uh, colors before. This was unique because I saw a very large angel with a purple sash wow. and the other with a blue sash. I saw it as clear as I'm seeing you. That's amazing. And I had just got up to preach. Well, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what the, I never seen colors before. <laughs> so I couldn't wait to get out of church because I wanted to study what this was about. And so in studying, I found out that the color purple is a government color. Kings wear purple and fine linen. And I begin to see even in uh, like Mordecai, Esther, all that, when they changed the, the law, the king put purple on him before he gave him his signet ring i started seeing oh it's a ruling reigning cover color it's a government color and i and uh so i'm thinking wow these angels are here to help a our spiritual government that's um, good so i started to find myself in situations just as i was going along in ministry that I would see these government angels, the purple sash angels. I also saw the blue sash also, but uh, we'll stick with the government for now. Dutch was doing something in the United States as it was uh, uh, an awakening reformation type tour. And I was one of the speakers and there were many speakers. We were in Tucson, Arizona. And I had preached a, a message and then we were moving into times of decrease, which we would do in the afternoons of these conferences. We'd have two hours where we just decree. So I'd preached and now we're moving into the afternoon. And uh, I, I looked and I saw 50 of these angels. I saw angels line up all around this building with the purple sash. Gee. And I mean, it was like, it was a big box store type building, but there's probably 2000 there and all down one side, all across yeah, the back, really? these purple sash, big purple sash angels. And I stepped off to the side seeing this. And I said, Holy spirit, I've, I've never seen this many angels, these government angels before. And he said to me, there are 51. If you want to count. I didn't count. I was I was, <laughs> was not taking that. I did not count. And I, I thought, I said, why are they here? And he said, they're here to get their assignments. 
And, and this I, is a big box store, you're saying. You're seeing this oh, as a this, big... This is a huge... It was a box store that had been converted into a church. Oh, okay, those, okay. Like a big, like, I don't know, uh, Walmart or something. Okay, But it, wow. they had renovated it. So okay. all down these sides. So I, I go over to Dutch and I said, here's what I'm seeing. And so what we decided we would do is, because uh, he said... There are 51, if you want to count, one for each state and the, and one for Washington, D.C. So we decided we would begin to make decrees over the states. And Steve, as we decreed like Oregon or California, we make decrees. And if someone we knew was there was from that state, come up and make some decrees over your state and pray into this. Because we had two hours. And uh, as we begin to make decrees over the state, the angel would leave. That angel would leave until we made decrees until they, the building emptied. And wow. of course, we did Washington, D.C. as well. And uh, we begin to understand they are here. Uh, and I, I begin to see in scripture, angels, uh, they attend prayer meetings and ecclesia church meetings, that kind of a prophetic meeting for a reason they're there for assignments they're here they're to hear what the ecclesia is decreeing so that they can help bring it to pass and so we begin to Amazing. learn back then oh government angels are attending to get their decrees we got to hear what holy spirit is saying to the church yeah. why so we can decree that and so we we started learning how to do this. And that happened. I remember uh, Prophet Chuck Pierce, he, he thought it was time to deal with the curse of Pontiac. Oh, interesting. And, That's a Native yeah. American thing or something? Yeah. Remember they had, uh, in the early times, they had given the Indians blankets that had yeah, smallpox or nearly, something? Yeah. And almost wiped them out well pontiac put a curse against uh the uh the uh the, the white sed- people the settlers and, you know, or whatever. yeah yeah settlers and uh and chuck felt it was time to deal with the curse of pontiac so obviously he wanted to go to pontiac michigan which i'm not that far from three hours or so and he asked me and a few others if we would come and just be a part of that night. And so, long story short, I did. And I had just done a, a long conference and drove over from um, a few hours away to be there. And I was tired. I was sitting there, just I was on the front row, and I'm going to pray. I'm going to decree something, but I'm actually sitting there wondering why I'm here. There's Chuck doesn't need me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like he can handle this. And he starts explaining why we're there and how we were going to take care of this, break this curse. And behind him began to line up these government angels, all had the blue, uh, the purple sash on. Wow. And there must have been 10 line up big right behind him. Well, then, I mean, I was stirred. I jumped. And I stood up and he 
he came over and handed me the mic. I told him what we what I was seeing and and about government angels. I went into it a little bit. Steve, we began to make some of the boldest decrees wow. that we've done. It. I, it was so bold; it was almost scary bold. You know, I mean, it was just like we became warriors or something. Wow! You know, bold, and then these these strong, very strong, powerful decrees came out to break that. And we had the we had the feeling when when we were done that this got done. We severed that curse off of the East Coast. Again, these government angels were a part of that, and that just happened over and over and over. Gee. And and I go to a lot of places, and I will see the government angels. When I see that, I know. Holy Spirit is wanting the ecclesia to move into prayer and decrees that he will lead us into. And I just, um, that was, that was one of the ways that he began to show me the different divisions of angel armies. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah. I see different colors on angels to this day. And I begin to see more clearly over the years now. And, um, uh, what I were the blue ones? Past. The one with the blue sashes, what kind of angels okay. were they? Well, they are angels that uh, assist Holy Spirit in awakenings, revivals, and especially in new eras, uh, new new times, new seasons. And you see that in the in the book of Acts, Acts chapter two. When Jesus when when the Holy Spirit came in. He came in, you know, with a rushing mighty wind. Mm -hmm. It also tells us that cloven tongues like fire set on the 120. And Ezekiel tells us that angels appear as flaming, as flames of fire. And uh, they were flashing in Ezekiel. They were flashing back and forth and ministering. And... Um, uh, began to see how angels were assisting Holy Spirit to fire up the the 120, assisting his outpouring, and they were assisting him in a new era, which is what was happening. An old era was ending in Acts chapter 2, and a new era was beginning. Um, and they were assisting revival awakening, uh, you know, uh, reformation, and they were assisting the apostles in a, anytime you, uh, whenever I see the, the blue angels, I knew some kind of move of the Holy Spirit's about to take place. Wow. Well, that's what happened in Acts chapter two, but, but I saw them in, in the balcony of our, our church. And I knew these two angels were generals. They were leading a lot of different angels so i knew that holy spirit is now moving to activate a new era that doesn't always happen instantly but we were moving into a new time a new season i believe we are in it right now what i saw 15 years ago uh we are moving into a really a new era 
And that's the yeah, only yeah, way I know I to have put heard it. That. I have heard that. Um, um, and I've heard a similar word, not only in era, but I knew, I think it would, uh, this would be like almost an industrial revolution. That's a, that's more of a causation thing or something. The era is a time factor that we're, we're moving into, but the, I think I've heard, uh, do you, are, have you seen things like when inventions are about to show up on the earth? Are, is there things that, that you'll see in the spirit when that's about to come? Sure. Whenever, whenever there is a, a move of the Lord in, in history, a move of the Holy Spirit, you will also see advancement in medicines and technology, you know. And, of course, we know as, as the times of the end come, there's going to be an acceleration, yeah. you know, of, of that. And in much so much has happened since the 1900s. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a, so much has happened since... Since I was a kid, Steve. I know. I never I know. I used to carry a dime in my pocket to use a pay phone. Yeah, I remember that. I never dreamed that a phone would be in my pocket now. It's you know? crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the crazy. Technology. I mean I, I think some I think Bob Jones had seen some anti gravity uh machines. There's some people that say though they exist already, but they've been suppressed for now. But I wouldn't shock me to find out that they've actually uh, been perfecting that technology without us knowing it, you know, for Probably. for God's purposes. But we'll talk for just a few minutes on, because um, you've said several times God's up to something, and you, obviously you've seen things just for, you know, five or six minutes about what you feel like we're about to see. I mean, people call, I mean, you might have heard me say in the beginning, people have been saying this is Red October after the, and they, they continue to use that with Trump. Someone then put out a meme with Melania Trump wearing a red dress, and it said, welcome to October. Um, and it was like, it, it appeared, I can't prove that Trump did that, but I think he put it out. Um, what Do you feel like this is a pivotal month, when, uh, October even, for no, instance? No, yeah, yeah. Um, let me tell you something that's been happening since really right at the start of the summer. Okay. Um I begin to sense the presence of a mighty angel that I've never experienced before. And I knew this is the most powerful angel really? that I've ever experienced. And I, I begin to think about this very powerful being. And this angel has been in our church services here every service we've had since along with the government angel and the angel about pouring and, and, and new era that was 15 years ago. They never left. They're here every yeah. service. And, but this was a, a mighty angel. I also uh, felt the presence of this mighty powerful being. When I went to Washington DC, as we talked about, and I made those prophetic words. I knew that this angel was was there. I knew it. Well, at the end of, of July, I was given a dream. And in this dream, a mighty angel flew to me. He flew to me in this dream. And he was carrying two things. Now, the fact that he flew to me was very significant. I've had angels appear to me. 
I've had angels walk up uh, to me, walk up and give me a message. Wow. One time uh, me and Dutch were in D.C. when an angel of the Lord came up to us and gave us an assignment to do there in D.C. Hey. Uh, but I had never had an angel fly to me. And that it was significant because of 15 years of study. Yeah. And this was just a few months ago. And I, I, I knew this is a different angel. And I somehow knew in the dream that this was an angel that was like the angel that flew to Isaiah. And I also knew that it was like the angels, plural, that uh, flew in Ezekiel chapter number one that were moving at lightning speeds. I knew this was a seraphim. And I knew another level of powerful assistance is now here because a seraphim is the highest ranking okay. of, of the angels. Okay. It's the highest order that we know of. They're very powerful beings and they carry the, the anointing of the Godhead, delegated authority of the Godhead. And most theologians believe that uh, Michael and Gabriel, who are also archangels, so they have a, an extra dimension of governing authority and power, but they are a part of the seraphim order. Oh, they did. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Yeah, man. and seraphim have throne room ministry. They minister in the throne room. Remember what Gabriel said to. Uh, Zachariah, when he appeared to him, he said, I'm Gabriel. I came from the presence yeah. of the Lord. I came from the throne room. Yeah. And we are told they, they minister around the altar. They, they, they de declare holy, holy, holy is the Lord. So bold that Isaiah said the door shook when they said it. I mean, these are powerful beings. Um, seraphim are angels of fire, sometimes called flaming ones or burning ones. And Ezekiel uh, referred to them as they have the ability to strike with God's power, to strike That's with amazing. God's power. Well, I began to think about this in context with something in, in Acts chapter 12. Herod had uh, determined that he was going to start martyring, killing leaders in the church. And he, the people were pleased with that. So he decided he would arrest the apostle Peter. He was going to kill him too. Well, a prayer meeting took place at John Mark's mom's house where the saints began to decree and pray and uh, for protection for God to set him free. And we're told that an angel who was at the prayer meeting to get an assignment, obviously, went on that assignment and he had power enough to open the, the jail doors and power enough to open the closed gates of a city at night see. and lead him to, to safety. So you see a powerful being that, that has the ability to open doors and even open gates to cities.
Mm-hmm. So he's a very powerful being. Then later on in that chapter, and I know this, is, some people just kind of read right through this, but later on in the same chapter, this angel hears Herod, who is on a throne, and he's pontificating about, mm. uh, you know, and these two other regions are there. And he's going on and on, and the people are starting to yell, you sound like a god, you know, you're awesome. And he took the glory to himself. Mm. And it says an angel heard him. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. And this angel smote him. And Josephus tells us that he, he began to feel pain. And five days later, he died. We're not told that angel was, we're not told God told him to do it. It's true. We're just told that that angel heard him and struck him. He had, this angel had some kind of striking power. We see in Gabriel power in this seraphim to the strength that he could tell a priest, you are no longer going to be able to use your voice. They can close down human voice. That's powerful. Yeah. I think they're going to help us stop some other voices, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm looking but, forward um, to that. Anyway, I begin to to sense this, this seraphim, and, and I begin to see where God in his throne room will sometimes commission a seraphim to come and and assist so now i'm starting to see a special powerful order of angels that i've never seen begin to function and assist us and uh, this is a game changer we have a lot of angels but now it's like god's saying i have amped up the authority of my ecclesia i've trained them and now they're moving into functioning abilities as as ruling and reigning heirs. They're going they're starting to assume that. So now I will add the highest order of angels to assist them. I believe this will be key to the ecclesia praying, decreeing, and taking principalities, demon princes off their thrones. We need help. Yeah, we need powerful help, and I believe the Holy Spirit is now releasing the seraphim. Well, and I never heard it said quite like you said. You said it was like they have delegated authority from the Godhead, which makes sense when you read it that way. It does say that the angel struck him, Herod. I do remember that now, but I mean, I guess I always assumed God must have said, "Okay, Gabriel or whoever." You can strike him, but it doesn't say that. You know? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't say that. Um, and and I'm, I'm, God could have, but even if God did, He had the power to do it. Do you feel like we are coming into a time, Tim, where we, where maybe the higher level apostles, if for lack of a better word, a higher level apostle, I'll just say it that way. You can say it if there's any other way, where someone says, "I've heard enough." I'm decreeing that that um, wicked, iniquitous leader is—they're cut off. 
you know, their time is over on the earth. Will that are those times coming that the voice of a man will decree that kind of a thing? I think it will be more the 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 voice of a corporate ecclesia. Okay. But there will be men and women who will be leading that voice. Okay. You know, um, in such a way that a corporate cry, I would yeah. put it like that. Yeah. They, they they will lead to a corporate cry rising from the earth that God is going to to hear. There's, it'll be a powerful thing that I believe the angel armies are going to assist. And now I'm seeing, wow, this this order of angels. Uh, see, you, you go back to Daniel. And you, you see a demon prince that was holding back an answer mm -hmm. uh, for, for, for 21 days. And Gabriel, he's fighting it off. And then Michael comes and takes, they, they, they were seraphim. And what were they doing? Clearly, they were battling a prince, a, a, a demon throne that was withstanding the word of the Lord and what God wanted to do. And the seraphim took care of it. Why did they take care of it? Because a man was decreeing a prophetic word. It's That's time. That's true. That's what Daniel was doing. And he didn't know at the time until like Gabriel says, um, from the moment you started to pray, I started to come, but I, I needed help because I was resisted for he informs him after sounds like after 21 days, he's informing him while, while not while you were sleeping, but while you were decreeing and praying, these things happen. It's interesting that it needed two seraphim in that case. It needed. Uh, yeah. And it, he specifically said, Gabriel, when he, he said the first day we were in the throne room and father sent me or the Godhead. He's a throne room minister. I was sent the first day. And I've been engaging this demon prince for 21 days at a man's prayers or because of a man's Gee. prayers and decrees. And when that, when that needed additional help, I mean, I don't know how God did it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would have to surmise a little bit. But on the 21st day, he must have said, looked over at Michael, who is also a throne room seraphim, and said, get your armies and go take care of this. Similar to what he did with Lucifer when Lucifer rebelled. Yeah. Think about that, Steve. I don't know how much time we got, but. Well, go ahead. Uh, Lucifer does his thing. He's going to take over heaven. He gets a third of the angels, you know. You would think if anything got, got a rise out of the Godhead, that would have been it. Yeah. We better get up and, we better get up and do something here. We got, we got a problem. But Father didn't do anything, and Jesus didn't. The Holy Spirit didn't. We're told, they said, Michael, get your guys your hosts and throw him out of here. And they did revelations 12. 
they threw him one third of the angels with Lucifer. So that tells us Michael is more powerful than Lucifer. Michael and his armies are more powerful than Lucifer and, and his armies. But the Godhead used the seraphim to overthrow that. Well, why wouldn't why, why wouldn't, wouldn't he do he it today? Do yeah, it the, now? These are more, what's the word? These are more, not just tumultuous times, but these are more consequential times. It seems like because of the population of the earth, because of the the how closest we're coming to World War Three, you know, yes. and all of these things. Yes. If there was ever a time when God would say, you know, pull out the big guns, if he, you know, it's not that he needed to or didn't need to. He does at the mo at the at the will, at his own will. He'll just do it. It's not like he's sweating it out. No, he's, he's not sweating it out. He's not sweating that out. <laughs> uh, that's why I kept saying in in, in the beginning that. Something bigs up. Yeah, yeah. Because you, see, I didn't uh, know what you were seeing, huge. Tim. I didn't realize you'd seen all these angels for all these years, and all oh, of yeah. these services. I had no idea that you were seeing at that level. So no mm -hmm. wonder, because when they, these things start showing up, you go, and and did did you do something that you felt like? Uh, how would you say this? Enabled them to come? Um, oh, I I think. Again, it's the corporate function of the ecclesia is now at a level okay. that we're going to engage. It took a long time to get there. When we first start talking about yeah. even like the ecclesia or the ecclesia or you know, that whichever way you you know whatever yeah. you call say it, um, and even the level of the prophetic and the apostles, we had to grow to a place where. There are there are functioning ecclesias, and they are powerful, and they're taking their territories on. They're influencing it, and now the corporate call to there are hundreds of them. Mm. Some are small, some are large, but they are there, and they're learning to function in powerful decrees. And now they're synergizing together. And there's something about the remnant that is different in that they're unified. Hmm. Um, I could go, I could go to another state, and well, I do, and I go into a place I've never been, and it's like I know them. Wow, really? There's kindred spirit. The yeah. remnant. I mean, the remnant is getting it. We're flowing together. We may be doing it a little bit different, but there's not that competition yeah. that was there in the charismatic movement. Yeah, and by the remnant, was, and by the remnant, you, you mean I, I? I used to would have understood that differently, but now these days I understand there are certain people that are just trying and 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 attempting and succeeding in walking out the kingdom life, the kingdom authority. With the authority mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ taking, you know, be, being the ecclesia. So whereas it's like God used the remnant to deliver, he had he had Gideon sent something like thirty thousand yeah. home, mm -hmm. and he let he only used the remnant because he chooses to use a remnant because he mm -hmm. doesn't need any more than a remnant. It, you know, so when no. you say the remnant, you're not saying necessarily uh, we're batting, patting ourselves on the back, although. In a sense, you know that you're doing the works of God. So, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're not saying we're better than 
than anybody else, but we are different. Yeah. Different doesn't mean better. Uh, but a remnant will take a, I would use the word calling. Yeah. We would, uh, the remnant would tend to take a calling of the Holy Spirit to, to do something on a mission, um, perhaps different than others. Uh, again, not better, but different. And um, that remnant has been growing. Yeah. It used to be a yeah. small, but there's millions of us now. Yeah, I know it's and, Yeah, and I, it's like that. I that I'm even dancing myself around it because I don't want to. On the one hand, I don't I don't want us to be saying, "Well, we're better than because we're part of the remnant." No. But neither do I want the opposite to be true for us to say, "Well." We're no different because you're very, very different. You are the people who held, you know, a weapon in one hand and the what was the other thing, a tool mm-hmm. in the other, like they did in yes, yes, in yes. Israel. They were the people that that kept your eyes alerted for the for what the enemy was doing, and you never let you. So it is a very trained. It's like um, special forces are to the U.S. Army. That's your remnant. That's True. your special forces. Yeah. Right. Well, we're not better. Yeah. Again, we're different, but it's a little different than, than the Old Testament with Gideon. Uh, that decision, Gideon made that decision on whether they lapped, you know, water, etc. Yeah. Ours is voluntary. Anybody can be the remnant they want. Anybody. That's it's really inclusive. Good. You want to walk with us? Walk with us. You want to That's... move into more of a, 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 that kind of corporate anointing? It's open. We're not excluding anyone. So, you know, if you want to walk at a different, it's, you want to walk at a different level, you can. If you That's don't, uh, we're going to, but, yeah. you know, God bless you. Yeah. I mean, I'm thankful for anybody that preaches the gospel. I'm, I'm glad, Yeah. you know, but if you want to be included, we're not excluding anybody. That's really good, Tim. It's really open. Good. The door is open. Yeah. And our 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 I would say our remnant is open. Yeah. And because of that, it's growing and growing and growing. Are there and anybody now, have you seen any that are, you know, a jealousy came in, a godly jealousy, if you will, for the Gentiles to bring the Jews to repentance? There's that thing. Is there a sense here? Have you seen um, a jealousy that was God-inspired for someone to say, well, I just wanted to sit on the outside, but I've been watching you guys, and you keep getting things done. I'm tired of this. I'm going to join the ranks. I'm tired of sitting on the outside. Have you seen that, or do they? Do the people tend to automatically get in those groups committed and not so committed? What, what, what's your thoughts? Well, I think it's both. I think some harden themselves a little bit from it, but there are so many yeah. that are saying, this is what I've been looking for. Awesome. I knew there was more. I'm hungry. And and uh, I, I've hungered and thirst for this. So good. Uh, I didn't know it was there. I, I you know, Those are the kind of things that I, of course, we have those that are, they're just going to keep doing what they've been doing. And and I'm going to be like Paul and just rejoice that yeah that Christ is preached yeah um, it's good but yes out of that and and it's not like um, it's not like huge numbers uh, so much as as it is 
a few here, a few there. They say, that's what I'm looking for. And now out of this church, a few, this is what I'm looking for. I get, we have people fly here from, from California, really? different places, <laughs> Mexico, because really? that's what they've been looking for. Yeah. You know, and, and that remnant now is starting to pick up and grow because they say, didn't know this was even available. They've never that's been taught. A, no. They've never been it. taught. I was like, well, just join in. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're welcome. And, uh, uh, not so much in the leaders, but in in the the saints themselves. Yeah. Um, but every now and then, a leader will show up here and say, "I got to talk." That's What's good. going on? That's you know. That's you know, good. and uh, you have to be open to that and and say, "Come on, be a part of it." You know. So the remnant is not exclusive. That's good. At all. And uh, and I I feel like right now, God is honoring the plowing of the prophetic and the apostolic for years. That's and so He good. said, "Watch now! I've been watering. It's it's time to see the fruit." Yeah, and we're yeah. going to see it. I believe even this year, things are going to change. And I then uh, part of me wants to say, well. Uh, Tim, tell people about your church, where you are, so they'll know. And the other part of me says, well, these are probably all over the United States right now. You just have to find your local body where the remnant are hanging out, right? What would you say? I, I believe they're everywhere. I believe yeah. they're yeah, not many, but enough to where, you know, you can get there yeah. and let it be a, a source of uh, information, revelation to you. Go to yeah. their conferences. So whatever there's a lot of great apostolic works and prophetic works okay. i mean i i could name plenty and you could too yeah but also we're in a different age i mean yeah and there'll be 90 100,000 or maybe more that'll watch our sunday morning service so yeah. you can get the information now yeah and uh uh there's there are people that are doing that. Yeah, and, and it is this, hopefully, the COVID thing, while it was uh, cursed by the enemy, God used it to uh, hook us up all the more because people were not we hooked did. up by Zoom and all of this thing. And now they, and I think the remnant found themselves, found each other through these mm -hmm. hard times and who was digging mm -hmm. in and who was going for it and who yeah. wasn't going to, you know, shrink back and say, I'm scared of this. Instead, they were flying yeah, forward. So, yeah. And people like yourself, you're like a, you help facilitate. Yeah. You know, people say, I don't know anything about the prophetic. Well, they could, they could tune in and here's 20 of them or 30 of go. them. And they yeah. just heard and say, oh, well, I know they're going to be here and they're going to be here exactly. and there's a conference and, and, you know, it's a different time. Yeah, it is. And, uh, um, now, uh, it's it's happened for enough years. Yeah. It's 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 a movement. Yeah, it's it is. not just it's a movement. It and uh, there's a prophetic movement. There's an apostolic movement. Love it. And Love we're it. going to see things change. That's good. Um, well, Tim, I was going to ask um, you if, if you feel led, and a lot of people are watching. This does get some of these will go up to hundred thousand as well. 
Uh, we sure. had one the other day that went up to 200,000. So it depends on the that. episode. It's amazing what God is doing with that. But uh, who would have ever thought that we would find wow. so many more watching, um, even in your church, so many more. It used to be mm-hmm. you'd get a few extra that would watch online that couldn't make it to the church. But now if, it's, if you're really flowing and going with the Spirit, you might have mm-hmm. 100 times. Oh, yeah. Watching the That's our, our prophetic summit with Kent Christmas and Dutch just a week or so ago, you know, you got a quarter million views, you know, it's like, wow, <laughs> what is going That's on, you know? That's amazing. Is yeah, that the one where Kent, was that the one where Kent, uh, Hank Kuhneman was there, Kent Kerr, is it that one or is that a different one? No, this one was uh, a week or so ago with okay. Dutch and uh, Kent, Good. myself, and uh, Greg Hood was one of okay. them. But we, we probably had 30 or 40 prophets that were yeah. at the that, sure. that night. It's a it's a three hour prophesying event. Wow. Worship continues and the prophets keep speaking. There's no preaching. That's... We just prophesy. Oh, I love it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, yeah. go, uh, go ahead, Tim. What uh, you know, as a, you're, you're you're a pastoral voice, you're an apostle. Just however you feel led to pray for the people. Kind of close this mm-hmm. out. That would be awesome. Father, we thank you yeah. for what you are doing, and I yeah. thank you for your people. I thank you for those, Lord, that faithfully have served you. And I know that you are making plans to bless them, to bless their families, to bless their their businesses and their churches. I pray, God, for apostles, prophets, Mm. a fivefold ministry that that you would inspire them to, to pursue another level with you, that you would fill the hunger of your people. And God, that you would hear the cries of their heart. Yes, Lord. The cries for their families, the, the cries for their prodigal sons and daughters, mm, the cries yeah. for their health. And even in this time, maybe financially, and uh, God, we believe that your, your care for them will also go to a different level. Yeah. I pray, God, that their, their churches and their pastors would be encouraged in this time and that hope would rise yeah. that you are a God who is answering prayer and you are a God that has been hearing, uh, hearing the cries of your people for change, even the change of an entire nation. Sorry. And we believe Lord that you are going to do exactly what you said. And we would even boldly decree. Yeah our confidence that you have a plan and you will execute that plan and great will be the victory of your church in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Tim, tell me you've got a book that's just coming out uh, and I see we have oh, your, uh, oasiswire.org on the screen. Tell people I about that book. This. Um, awesome. It just came out. A week or so ago, it'll be on Amazon here the 18th. Uh, okay. uh, so it's it's that new. And this is on um, prayers and decrees that activate angel armies. Because wow. people would, they kept saying, I don't know, how do I make decrees? What do I do? Right. So I thought, well, I guess somebody ought to write one on that. <laughs> That's good. So this is the third one that I've written on uh, angel armies. And this will teach you how to pray and decree in such a way that that angels will assist that 
And again, it's all under Holy Spirit supervision, yeah. but uh, I wrote about it and I, I think it's going to be a, we've, we've already sold a whole lot of books, but wow. uh, you can get it uh, here uh, at the church or then it'll be on Amazon in a week or so. Yeah, so oasiswire.org below, if anyone's, mm -hmm. uh, it's oasiswire.org. That's the name of your, that's the website for your church itself. For church, right? yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and then it'll take you to six or seven different ministries going on, including Tim Sheets Ministries. But uh, we have, it, it, that'll get you to all of them. Sounds good. Yeah. Tim, thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate it a great deal. Um, let's see, tomorrow I'll tell people that we are having Wednesdays with Cat and Steve. As always on Wednesday, we almost never miss that. So that'll be great. We will really much enjoy it. Tim, have a great day. Appreciate it very much. Give our love to your ministry. And we'll have you on again soon, I hope. So God bless you. Thanks right. a lot. We'll see you all later. Thank you, Steve. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.